Hello, thank you for listening to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. It is Wednesday, August the 17th. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take your Bibles and go to Romans 4 today. Romans 4, I'd like to take you to a little thought that helped me yesterday as I was studying, reading through the Bible. Romans chapter 4, verse 18 says, Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Now, isn't that a little interesting phrase there, an interesting term? Who against hope believed in hope. Against hope believed in hope. In the Bible, the word hope always means an expectation. It's a little more earnest than the way we use the word hope today. It carries with it a certainty. So today I would say, I hope it doesn't rain. And I I might not necessarily have a reason for that hope. I just hope it doesn't rain. I hope that it doesn't happen. But I don't have any evidence or expectation really one way or the other. But in the Bible, when you see the word hope, and it's used a lot. It's used to suggest an earnestness and an expectation based upon something. So 1 Corinthians 9.10, for example, it says, Or saith he it altogether for our sakes, for our sakes, no doubt, this is written, that he that ploweth should plow in hope, and he that thresheth in hope should be partaker of his hope. In other words, a farmer farms hoping for a harvest. And it's not just a hope, like, I wonder if I plow and plant this seed and fertilize, I wonder if it'll come up. Well, it's it's more than that. He expects that it will. Now, he hopes, he has faith that the weather and everything will come together. But year after year after year after year, his expectation is this, that the laws that God has put into place of nature and sowing and reaping, if he does what he's supposed to do, then God will bless a harvest. You can't make the seed germinate and come up and all that, but he hopes, he expects that he will have a harvest. This verse here in Romans 4.18, it says, who against hope believed in hope. Who this is talking about is Abraham. I love the book of Romans. The first few chapters of Romans is setting up really uh, a lot of things, but our need for a savior, talking about man's sin, how everybody is a sinner Uh, by your own conscience, by the law, you are a sinner. The scripture hath concluded all under sin. And so I'll back up here, uh, Romans 4, 15, because the law worketh wrath for where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham. So we're talking about Abraham here, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. I'll just say, uh, you, you might say, well, Abraham's not my father. I'm not a Jew. Well, you are if you are in Jesus Christ. You're a spiritual Jew. The Bible says in another place, you are Um, blessed in Abraham because it is out of the seed of Abraham, the line of Abraham, that Jesus was born. That's how the scripture is fulfilled that in thee all nations shall be blessed, talking about Abraham, Uh, all nations, meaning that everybody has the opportunity to be saved. 
And if you are saved today, you are a spiritual son of Abraham. You know, that little uh, ridiculous kid song, Father Abraham had many sons, many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them. And so are you if you're saved. So let's just praise the Lord and excruciatingly right hand and left hand. Anyways, the, the where we get that song from, it's basically so we can do the hokey pokey in church. But where that uh, terminology comes from, that Abraham is my uh, father, I'm um, a son of Abraham, is through Jesus Christ by faith. Okay, so anyways, we're talking about Abraham. Verse 18, who against hope believed in hope. So Abraham against hope believed in hope. Well, what does that mean? That he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. You remember that God promised Abraham that he would have a child, but Abraham was a hundred. We promised him years before that, but when he had him, he was a hundred. So Abraham had reason to not think that he would have a child. That's what I'm saying. I think Sarah was 90. He he didn't uh, um, stagger in uh, in unbelief is what it's saying here. So Abraham, under normal circumstances, would have every reason not to believe that God would give him a son when he was 100 and Sarah was 90. Being not weak in faith, though, that would have been weak faith. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about 100, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Oh, these are great verses. Now, this is talking about salvation. This is talking about, uh, really, it's a better application to the unsaved person or the teaching of a Christian about salvation. And so if, if you're not saved, that's what it takes. It takes You've got uh, some evidence before you, perhaps, or a lack of evidence maybe in your mind of uh, a life after death, although there's plenty of evidence to point to life after death. And you you might say, I need a little more evidence for God because I've got this other evidence that I can see and touch and feel. And Abraham, he had the evidence of looking around and seeing that man and woman do not have babies at 190, you don't have a, a maternity ward in the nursing home, right? Under normal circumstances. But God, when he stepped in, miracles can happen. And God had promised Abraham and Sarah. So Abraham had all this evidence. I'm old. It's been a long time since I received this promise. But he staggered not at that. He staggered not at unbelief. He considered not his own body now dead in that way. When he was a hundred, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb, meaning that the time of having babies in her life and a normal woman's life had passed. He didn't care about that. He had, he didn't have weak faith. He didn't stagger at unbelief. He was fully persuaded. This is verse 21. What a great verse being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. So this is for, this is a, this is a great 
salvation passage in teaching somebody how to be saved that you've got to believe just like Abraham did. But this is great for the Christian as well, that you might not see how something is going to work out in your life, how God is going to perform that which he has promised, but he is able to. And you have this expectation or this hope, to use the Bible word, of what is going to happen in your life or what's going to happen in the future based upon what you can see and feel in the present moment. But that's a weak faith if you're discouraged by that. A strong faith, we talked about that in recent podcasts, the difference between a weak faith and a strong faith. That strong faith against hope believes in hope. In other words, against what I know myself and I feel and I see, I'm going to believe in hope and believe that what God has promised, he is able also to perform. Verse 22, and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness, or it was put onto his account. His faith gave him righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. End of chapter. That's why I say this is really a good salvation chapter. It doesn't get until a couple chapters later where it starts to talk about the Christian life, but it's applicable for us today. My friend, do you have some expectation in your life that something's going to happen based upon what you see coming together? If God has promised it, he will perform it. Against hope, Abraham believed in hope. Friend, God will take care of you today. What you see might be discouraging, but what God is performing is always encouraging. It's always good. It's always perfect. God bless you. Have a great day.